I think the shirt said something like the world's most okay okay est brother. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Ming Chen from Comic Book Ben and you're listening to Best Threesome Ever. Find Best Threesome Ever on Facebook. Uh, search Best Threesome Ever. That's three with the number three. It is my favorite podcast. Welcome to Best Threesome Ever, a podcast discussing all things revolving around nerdy pop culture. Probably not what you were expecting, but it's just as fun. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Rob, and Kevin. All right, here we go. Best Threesome Ever, episode 160, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games and Jaybird Wines. I'm Nick. I'm Rob. I'm Kevin. And how is everybody today? Uh, tired. I'm, 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 I'm all right. I was at the I was at the gym earlier today because yeah. I, had, I had time in between um, mm. my first gibbity bibbities and my second gibbity bibbity. Mm. So I went to the gym because uh, I'm trying to go more often because I made a deal with my therapist that uh, if I work out three times a week, I can buy something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and buy something stupid, I did. <laughs> and I was gonna I was gonna do a, a bit with it today, but I'll have to do it next podcast. Sure. But, uh, so yeah, I was I was at the gym and I am just. If you don't buy something one week, can you save it for the next week? Oh yeah, can you can you bank those? I I don't know. I we haven't discussed <laughs> that, but I'm I'm I'm. I feel the banking might be cheating. It is it is never too <laughs> difficult for me to find something stupid frivolous to, to to spend my money on. <laughs> yeah. But this cuts down on because now I'm not like buying stupid crap all the time. It's I I have to wait. Right, yeah. and um, that's what I'm saying though. Like if you bank your 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 purchases. Then you can get something that equals four purchases at the end of the month. I mean, but you do have to do you have to reach your goal every week. Well, it, we don't have a set amount on the purchase. Okay, um, I've been keeping it um, kind of no more than fifty bucks. Okay, uh, but we yeah. didn't establish that. That's just that's just kind of what that's just for it. you. So it's like yeah. a video game or. Uh, the item I purchased today. <laughs> <laughs> Just I was thinking teasing about, it out, aren't yeah, you? And, and, it's, and, and I, was, I would do it for the nerd grab, but I, I really don't want to ruin it because I think it's going to be funny. And uh, I, So to our dear audience, I will record it so that you can actually see the visual gag on our audio podcast. So hey. That should be a fun little treat for you. Post yeah. it on our something. I don't know. Instagram? Facebook or, Facebook? Oh, I can put it up on our... Uh, TikTok. On our little TikTok. TikTok, yeah. or you can put it on Facebook, or you can put it on both. Which, uh, good job, TikTok algorithm, for giving me that, that new weird nipple trend. I appreciate it. <laughs> algorithm put in the work. <laughs> All right. <coughs> mm, that was gum. Um, I want to get you guys thought on something. So Ooh. there's a there there's a guy at work that's kind of a movie nerd, and he and, and he likes to talk to me about movies. And so he asked sure. me the ultimate question. He goes, I've always been wondering. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, how come more than likely at the Oscars, the, if you're the best director, you don't get the best movie? And I said, well, and this was off the top of my head. I want to see if you guys agree with this. I said, well, think of it like a football team. And I go, your, your director is the coach. Your best actor, actress is the, is the, is the quarterback, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Hey, Rob, shut up. <laughs> Sorry, sports metaphor. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, Did you see so that ludicrous display last night? <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And, I'm like, and I said, you can be like the best coach in the world, but if your team don't make the Super Bowl, you ain't going to fucking win. Right. I said, your, your best picture is going to be your all-Madden team, right? 
It's going to be, mm. it's got all the elements. Like, and I mean, I mean, every player represents every part of the film, you know, sound, cinematography, everything. All the pieces have to fall together. Right. And I said also it's voted on by their peers, but that's besides the point. Uh, so I was like, so just because you're the best coach don't mean you got the best team. You have a perfect example. Yeah. If, and if you want to relay this to, to, to him. Now, uh, Saber and I disagree vastly on the quality of this movie, but the Banshees of Inishirin. Okay. Okay. Um, or even the Power of Dog. I've heard your rant on Power of exactly. Dog. Exactly. Yeah. Now, now, both of these... Uh, now, uh, for the record, I loved Banshees of Inishirin. I loved it. Um, okay. Not as much as, like, In Bruges, uh, sure. which is in my top three favorite movies of all time. That's fair. Very close to number one. As far as Colin Farrell, um, Brendan Gleeson road trip movies, yeah, exa- yeah. Oh, exactly. And that's the thing is like my my top three are very subversive of my. They were weirdly like. Irish Bob Hope Bing Crosby well, matchup, and it's fun. Just because my my other favorite movie is a Will Ferrell movie, but also <laughs> not in his usual Will Ferrell leanness. Sure, because it's uh, Stranger Than Fiction. Oh sure. Fuck! Fuck! I love that movie. Anyway. Um, Banshees of Inisherin is an incredibly, uh, incredibly directed film, mm-hmm. um, but it is also. I was going to say not very good, but that's not the that's not the correct term. It's just not as good as some of the other films that were in that list. Um, it's also at times a bit dull, uh, a bit confusing, and a bit frustrating. And that can take it back from being what you would consider to be the best movie of the year. Right. But it is undeniably incredibly directed. Like, you you, you feel for these characters. You understand these characters right. to a degree. It's hard to understand what the fuck Brendan Gleeson's character <sighs> was thinking with the fingers. But this is probably the first time I've seen Colin Farrell play a character where I didn't just see him as Colin Farrell. Okay. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like, he, yeah. I, I believed him as this character. And I think that's because his character was a little dopey and clumsy and confused. And that's not, you know, Colin Farrell normally plays like cool guys. I would say right. that. And, um, after Yang about Yang, uh, the one with the robot. Oh, okay. Um, uh, that one also yeah. a very, a, He's been kind of crushing his, his parts lately. I, I really think he's, he's coming to himself as an actor. Um, but that's uh, that, for me, is a good example of uh, an incredibly directed movie right. that, that isn't quite... Uh, best picture. As, uh, that isn't quite best picture. Right. So... Yeah. Uh, and just to look it up real quick, um, best director and best film went to the same movie this year. Right, this year, but it, he was just saying In overall. In years past, yeah. Overall. Not I mean, it's not typical true. that it happens that way. Yeah. Like but I, there, but I believe for the Golden Globes, Banshees... Oh, I believe that. That won, makes sense. I think Best Director, but not Best Picture? I have no idea. I'm going to look that up while you guys talk amongst yeah. yourselves. Yeah. Um, so, I was just thinking if the analogy was a good analogy or you I know, think pulling it out of my butt. I think... You know, I fell asleep in it, but yeah, the analogy makes sense. The analogy is perfectly reasonable, and uh, notwithstanding my personal feelings on sports analogies, right? But it was because I best, did it for the bit. The best, the best way to just kind of simplify it because you, I mean, yeah, it's their peers voting on them. It's also the Academy, which 
we all know is the academy and the academy works the way it does and because mm-hmm. he he was like well i didn't think i didn't think everything everywhere almost at all at the same time was a very good movie <laughs> incredible yeah. incredible and he was like so i don't think jamie lee curtis should have gotten the act the Oscar and I said, "Well, well, first of all, he's wrong." I, I agree, but I said that's that's exactly what I said. I said, first of all, you're wrong." Um, but also, sometimes, and, and not that she wasn't deserving of it, but also sometimes it's body of work. Or I was going to say it's a longevity, like it's a long time coming. This was a pretty good fucking movie, and definitely fucking she deserved it. Especially so. for the Oscars, like it it tends to be a very complex sort of system. In that, you know, not only do you sometimes performances are awarded correctly and sometimes the narrative and story spun around both the performance and the this is especially true in best actor, best supporting actor, best actress, best supporting actress. I got screenplay, Uh, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, Adaptive or original? Uh, that's a good question. Original, I believe. Oh. Okay. Because right. it was, I believe, an original screenplay. Okay. Um, now, a perfect example of what I'm thinking right now uh, is is this year's award ceremonies with Brendan Fraser and Kiwi Kwan. Yeah. Uh, like, did they both put in great performances? Probably. I didn't see The Whale because... I don't know. I don't like Darren Aronofsky for the most part, actually. He kind of ruined my day once. Fucker. Marlon Wayans is a precious gem and deserved awards from that movie. Anyways. Um, Are we talking about Requiem? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, like, I appreciate and respect Darren Aronofsky as a uh, filmmaker, but fuck, that guy makes movies that just hard to make you want to die at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either from an overdose or apparently eating too much, I guess. And you know the backlash around the whale about the fat phobia and the fat shaming and and casting a relatively slim actor as a morbidly obese person compared to what he put on to do the movie, like. Yes, but he had actually just lost quite a bit of weight, and before that, he got he was big. Like if you see pictures of him at mm-hmm. Firefly, oh, thank you. Ooh. I didn't realize how muffled I was until you pushed that little thingy. Um, yeah, uh, as Firefly and as Robot Man, when they did like his live action scenes, he he was big. He was he was bulky for sure. Yeah. Um, and and I just while I. I definitely am a person who likes to see, you know, the, the bigger people represented. I think mm-hmm. that is um, that big of a character is is difficult. Yeah, and I think you're right. Um, there are a few actors. There are, but it is, but it, not nearly enough to well fund a film like Brendan Fraser. Well, uh, fund a film and the 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 kind of quality you you can count on. I would say. Okay. Uh, short of getting a complete no name. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I get you. Um, but the the narrative around both Brendan Fraser and uh, Ki Hui Kwan this year, 
that they were both out of the business for a while. One, not through his, neither through their own design, my, frankly. Um, and that they come back and these comeback performances were so stellar. And part of me wonders if maybe the narrative around them winning the awards and the idea of the Academy wanting to tell a good story with their awards versus their actual performances, what what of that was, which of those was more of a thing? And, and I don't want to minimize either of their no, awards. I, and I understand that. It, justly deserved for it, both of them. It's kind of like sure. when you wonder if, if you know, posthumous wins are, are more about the the posthumous and less about the, the I, performance. And I will consistently go back to Heath, Heath Ledger, Ledger as the Joker. As the Joker and say, you know what? Had he lived, I don't think he would have gotten that Oscar. I feel like had he lived, he he would have still been nominated. Oh, I think that's true, but I don't think he would have won. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember who else was nominated in that category that year. Futzbum Waller and mm. yeah. Shinji. Mm-hmm. I remember it was. Okay. I remember that it was strong enough that. Denzel Washington, statistically. Yeah, probably. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm curious. I mean, so it was. I'm, like, I'm already. Like yeah, I know you're. I mean, I don't necessarily <laughs> disagree with you, but at the same time, it's kind of like it was a, a, a great award. You know, I mean, I mean, he did a great performance. That was he did. Yeah, no, it, and I will never doubt that. But how many comic book movie wins have there been since Joaquin Phoenix? I think for the same fucking character. I think that's fascinating. For actor, yeah. For or in for, general. Because in general, a lot. Well, but like for actor, you don't see best actor, best actress, best film, or best picture nominees too often from Ooh. from uh, from the Oscars. Uh, Black Panther got the nomination that one year, and then you saw like there's that famous clip of whoever won best picture over. Black Panther, and then Chadwick Boseman is turned back in his seat to say to someone, and like there's this perfect expression on on his face where he's like, "This fucking place." Like, ultimately, like superhero genre, they don't get nominated. Well, of course they don't. Yes, Kevin. So the nominees were Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. Yep. Josh Brolin in Milk. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. Oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in Doubt, who probably would have won. Yep, and Michael Shannon in Revolutionary Road, who is also very good. Also, so very this good, was yeah. a this was a good list. It's a stacked list, and I don't think I think it would have gone to Hoffman. I think it would have gone to Hoffman. It might it might have gone to Robert Downey Jr. because this was before a lot of the Oscars so white. And they would have <clears throat> not for Tropic Thunder, though. I mean, yeah, because <laughs> that's the thing is he that was for. Oh yeah, no, that was for his role as a as a as a Australian doing blackface. Yeah, no, I know, but like the the apps, like, but honestly, like, I don't think, I think the Oscars absolutely might have given it to Robert Downey Jr. for that because they would have called it brave or something. No, bullshit. they wouldn't have. They, that's not the uh, that's not the oh, academy. That's, right. that's the year that Kung Fu Panda got robbed. Um, I liked Wally, but Kung Fu Panda was better. Ooh, yeah, it was like, Wally Bolt and Kung Fu Panda. Oh, hmm, hmm. 
There was a uh, had there been a couple other movies in that in that row, maybe I would have I would have challenged you on this. But I I respect your 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 belief that Kung Fu Panda should have had that. Yeah, I like Wally. There was a TikTok I saw recently that was <laughs> it was entitled. And it was like part three or something, but it was like movies from the eighties that would not do well now. And one of them was the one where the, the uh, yeah, <laughs> these ones were. Them. I was like, I, I can't believe. I, and I remember, I don't I like didn't see them in the theater, but I remember seeing them on like USA Up All Night or fucking Showtime yeah. or whatever. But like there was the one where the white kid like went blackface, and like the one where with C. Thomas Howell. Yes. Oh, I love yeah. that you immediately knew. <laughs> I couldn't think of the name of the movie and the actor's name because that killed his career after that <laughs> for yeah. a good fucking while. Uh, and then the uh, just one of the boys was, which is oh, where yep. what's her name decided to become a boy. Hillary Swank. Nope. No, 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 no. That, that no, was I Boys knew. Don't Cry. That's Boys Don't Cry. Way right. different. Um, there's a couple other ones. You're just like, wow, these yeah. were actual movies in theaters that actually made a profit. Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that on Saturday, and I'm very <laughs> excited. I've never seen it. I don't care. Oh, so I think it's such a great movie. It is a great movie. You just it's but, got James but, Hong, right? But just, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. But good, just good. watch oh, yeah. it going, just knowing that you're gonna go. Oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for this. Definitely is. But I think they made it like. I'm going to have to make a drinking game out of it. I feel... God, Lee would know this better than I would, but I feel Lee. that they, when they made it, like they were kind of like, you know, here we go. You D- know, That sounds like all movies made in the 80s, but yeah. okay. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. They Maximum overdrive, sir. <laughs> we watched Gone in 60 Seconds last night to fall asleep, too. Oh, yeah? And I like I had to make myself like go to sleep while watching it. Like I'm like, all right, I gotta take off my glasses and really curl in because otherwise I would have watched the whole movie. <laughs> That's right. fair. I forgot like the fucking names that were in that flick. Oh God yeah, damn. Yeah. Oh, it's it's surprisingly well. Same thing with case. the replacements. Yeah. Yep. Holy shit. Yeah. Yep. Fucking also John Favreau. Yep. Looking like the Vulcan in Star Trek Picard. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. Orlando yep. Jones, who is a crime that he's not in more stuff still. Orlando Jones, um, what's his name? Who was the kicker? Uh, Reese Evans. Yes. Yep. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> and he was so like... Gene Hackman. I don't want to say methy looking, but he he had his best twink going on back then. Yeah. yeah. Was he in Train Spotting? Yeah. No, he wasn't. No. no, that was Robert Carlyle. I don't know why I confused them, because they look nothing alike. And yet here we are. <laughs> and yet here we are. <laughs> so anyway, tell your friend at work that it's a that that it's complicated, but yeah. but it's usually about you know but overarching I, vibe right. uh, versus your. I just your wanted to see if my allergy was correct. okay. Yes. Yeah, your yes. analogy is okay. Is okay. <laughs> and the after cu- the rabbit the hole, we went down. Yeah, <laughs> drink. drink. <laughs> Don't stop. Fuck. Uh, uh, rewind, listen to that whole thing, and waterfall the whole fucking time. <laughs> but Don't die. You can't tell people to do that. That is... You can be liable. <laughs> Could be. Don't listen to Rob. Rob gives bad advice, kids. Yeah, um, bad advice, we know. Kids. Uh, it's practically a disclaimer at the beginning of every episode we have. God, though. it really should be. Can <laughs> we put that be. disclaimer in? That's at Please. the end. 
Please note the views any- and opinions expressed by Rob Holiday do not reflect any good choices <laughs> one could possibly make in life. But you might have a good story at the end, so it's your call. That <laughs> like the, the <laughs> these are quasi professionals. Don't try this at home. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rob Holiday. Welcome to best threesome ever. <laughs> this is the shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> No. I'm upset that I can do that just oh. off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> speaking of something we were talking about uh, pre-show, yeah. Um, apparently they're going to make the last Ronin video game, and you're going to be play as the last Ronin. They are, yes, yeah. And I they mean, don't. I had heard. Not like I heard as the other dead turtles. I heard. I heard somebody. I thought I heard them say on the little thing that I was watching that they don't make it obvious who the last Ronin is in this in this game. They're they're going a little off the comic book. Mm. Uh, but they are going to stick to like the violence <laughs> part of nice. it. Nice. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think they're just, you know, trying to be mysterious about it. But I'm sure it'll still be Michelangelo. Probably. Spoiler alert. I mean, but I, I hope there's couch co-op. Yes. Well, with 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 you <laughs> with your buddies get, getting to play ghost turtles. Or with Casey Jones's old. Hell yeah. Well, they said it's going to be sticking with ghost turtles. Uh, yeah. But April and Casey's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, oh sure. Is in the comic. And uh, at least I think is it about. I only on, I only finished issue one. You guys, I, I get the other issues, <laughs> but it's good. It's I suggest it. Um, but yeah, they said it's gonna be God of War style. Yep, and that's old spectacle God of War, like Ooh. the new Final Fantasy, but like new uh, oh. taking your time God yeah. of War. Um, and so that would you know that would that would lend to to little Jones girl yeah. being like your little backup sidekick, right? Um, I suppose, but I, uh, I, I would like it if it was almost more of a, um, which I mean, this the combat isn't dissimilar, but sinuous sacrifice, um, with the turtles talking at you and mm-hmm. giving you like uh, when to dodge, when to move advice, yeah, um, through like the different speakers and stuff. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, that that I feel would be a. A cool thing to throw in because that's in the comic. He he still sees them and he converses with them. And yeah, <clears throat> I have found. Speaking of sound devices, I found that my sound bar that I bought, and it's not like the most expensive one, but I have found that it uh, it does remarkably good as a almost a surround sound system or surround sound sounding system. Yeah, uh, no, that works out. Sounding. Yep. Yeah. So is that when they take the little rod and insert? Never mind. <laughs> Yes. Sir. Sir. Yes. Sir. Yes. I have had too much trauma in that area recently. I I, I respectfully <laughs> ask that you stop. I should have put in a content warning. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, it, it looked pretty baller, and I was like, that's pretty exciting. Uh, so I talked to my friend at work about it, and he's like, oh, I'm so going to buy it, because he loves Ninja Turtles. And they brought a sh- uh, Shredder skin to uh, COD, to COD, huh. Modern Warfare. So he, of course, bought it right away. Really quick back on, I'm sorry, guys, but really quick back on um, ball trauma. Uh, <laughs> it's all really, about you and your balls. I know, and I'm sorry. I just want to share this story with you because I think you guys will find it funny. Um, this is over chat with one of my coworkers, uh, my coworker, uh, Shelby, who uh, has started listening. So, hi, Shelby. Thank you. Hi, Shelby. Um, hi, Shelby. Shelby has two kids, a son and a daughter. And Hi, Shelby's kids. No, they won't be listening. <laughs> <laughs> I um, figured not. Yeah, probably. Kids, if you're listening, don't. don't listen to Rob and his advice. Oh, no, they know. Because of all the fuck better. shits and blow me's. 
fuck shits and blowies. Awesome. Um, so we're talking about, you know, one of our coworkers was like, oh, you know, just wait till you become a grandparent. And she just kind of goes, no, no, I'm going to kick my son in the, or I'm going to have someone at school kick my son in the ball so hard that he can't use them. And like, it was oh, like, just mean. it was like silence on our chat for a minute. And she's like, what? No one thought that was funny. And I just had the perfect response. I was like, no, no, for me, it's too soon. (laughs) (laughs) She lost her goddamn mind. I'm very (laughs) proud of it. Okay, I'm sorry. Enough about my balls. I would would love to hold you to that, but I know it's not true. (laughs) Fair enough. Aha, perfect. Merci beaucoup. Yeah. Merci Miki. Edit out this noise. Danita. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Um... So what else? Um, you want to talk about Mando? Yeah, let's, let's talk about let's Mando. Talk about Mando. Oh my god, it's getting so fucking good. Uh, spoiler alert: We're going to talk about Mandalorian. Uh, yep. If you're not caught up, to this episode is all the way chapter twenty-one. Chapter twenty-one. Uh, mm-hmm. Just stop listening for like twenty minutes, and then we'll yeah come back. I appreciate that we have a plot again for the series. Yeah, it's not. It, yeah, when we had, um, we definitely had quite a bit of plot. You know, towards the end of the last season, but like a lot of Mandalorian up until recently has just been Mando's adventures and going from planet to planet, yeah, fucking things up, yeah. Uh, Still but now going they're, planet they're to planet fucking things up. Yeah, they seem to be pushing hard into uh, you know taking back Mandalore mm-hmm. into Bo-Katan becoming the leader of the Mandalorians again because yep. they've you know she's been really putting in that work and um, yeah, goddamn the we got a little we got a little rebels. Yep. Homage with uh, Zeb. Yep. I think his name was Zeb. Yep. Zeb Jeb. Yep. 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 Nub nub. Yep. Yep. Nub nub. Voiced by the, uh, still voiced by the incredible uh, uh, Steve Bloom. And, oh, yeah. okay. Uh, a, a voice actor um, idol of mine. Extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah. An idol of mine as far as voice acting goes because uh, uh, I first heard him uh, in his dulcet tones as Akito Makashima in Giver. That as, was not what I was expecting. As Giver 3. Uh, the, my my very first um, anime obsession, and uh, I came very close to becoming a weeb. You guys, just so you know, but, no, there, I, I but something you. happened, and I and I took a turn. And for went me, to for e- me, X Men and Batman instead. But uh, for me, Steve Bloom boils down to um, four words: see a space cowboy. That's that's where it is. Absolutely, for me. absolutely. Cowboy Bebop and but Spike I, Spiegel. But yeah. I saw. Uh, Giver first, and Giver is how I well technically a, a, I saw Akira first, but Giver was sure. what like got me into anime. Yeah, and then I saw uh, Cowboy Bebop and Trigun, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" So and I've I been s- watching through. I've been trying to make an effort to watch through, um, all of sort of the classic Studio Ghibli stuff. I watched Kiki's Delivery Service last night. It's a lot of people's favorite. I see why. I understand why. I get it. Mine is and will always be Princess Mononoke. Fair enough. I haven't watched Most people's a spirited away. Uh, I will disagree with you and say I know quite a few people who much prefer Howl's. Howl's moving castle, yeah. Yep. So anyway, Mandalorian. Let's not try and keep it on track for sorry. once in our fucking lives. Sorry. So Mandalorian. So Mandalorian. Wow. Um, it's it's going places. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> I think it has a storyline again. It has a plot. It has... It's nice to see Paz Vizsla get off his fucking high horse. Oh, it was yeah. nice to see Ahmed Best get a fucking reprise. Yes! Holy fucking shit! Holy fucking shit! He was the man in that episode. Yeah. Yep. So good. 
And then we saw that it wasn't R2-D2 that we thought that we... I know. That's fine. And I have a feeling like they were thinking that, and then they decided to go with, hey, what if? (laughs) (laughs) There is a new season of What If coming out, by the way. And Carl Weathers... Oh, my God. ...who directed the episode. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. Did that boy direct an episode? Mm -hmm. God damn. Yeah. Uh, Just two incredible episodes back to back. I also really appreciate the memes that have come out of uh, the episode before last. Uh, with the uh, Bo-Katan seeing the Mythosaur and the armor, oh, yeah. you know, brushing her off um, between the good place uh, using Jason's, that's right, they're real to me too, and the Marge Simpsons when Bart saw Krusty the Clown. No, on the street, on the street in your mind. So two, yeah. those two memes have been lending perfectly to this episode <laughs> sure. between the armor and Bo-Katan. <laughs> but yeah, so they're... They're kind of deculting themselves. They're, you know, they're they're willing to reunite and bring the tribes together. And yeah, fuck right. me, man. Right. And I was, I was kind of like, what's her deal? Like, what's the armor's deal with going? Like, no, you're not a Mandalorian until you bathe in the waters. And then she's all hell bent on their their ways and totally shunning, um, uh, Mando for you know taking off his helmet. And then all of a sudden she's like. I, I I changed my mind. It's okay, you know. Yeah, I don't know if I like that so much, but I think we're gonna get a reason for that. My okay. guess it's it's gonna be either vision based or she seeing Bo-Katan's commitment and knowing who she is as a person made her go, "I believe her. I believe she really did see the mythosaur, and I believe fucking this is the way." Right. I I I don't mind her <laughs> her I. I thought for half a second, I, I, I was waiting for it. I was like, Armour is going to take off her, 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 fucking, her fucking helmet. It's going to be her sister. I, I, I thought she was going to take off her helmet, too. But I thought it was going to be her sister and be like, hey, I'm your sister. Ah! I'm glad they didn't do that. Uh, really yeah. glad they didn't do that, actually. But I, I was like, come on, I do it. I just feel like Emily Swallows like, fucking earned a, a fucking actual, like, an on-screen yeah, like, <laughs> scene where yeah. we get to see her. Yeah. And it was kind of cool to see the, the Mandos uh, act as like a unit and come together and fucking... Oh, I loved that. <laughs> destroy. Oh. And every time they got hit, they just kept getting back up like, ha-ha, ha-ha, best car. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. I don't think one of them died. I don't think so either. Maybe one who I think got crushed by oh, yeah. something oh. that got blown up. Yeah, maybe. When maybe. when the guy had the e-web thing. Maybe. But, uh, and then yeah. Big Boy comes in with his fucking, you know, killer multiple machine gun thing. And I knew not Cad Bane was going to was gonna e- either A, be the last one shot down, or B, punk out like a bitch. And he, he, he punked he went out with, like a bitch. He went with B. Yeah. Um, and I that don't, said, I love Pirate Swamp Thing. Oh, God. I fucking, right? uh, fucking uh, Captain Barbosa, I am Groot-ass bitch. I love that guy. <laughs> I love his outfit. I'm, I love his little uh, his, quill. His, uh, his, Nodlin or Nogad. Is Mr. Smee? Yeah, his Mr. Smee with the yeah. his sweater yeah. and everything. Yeah, Space yeah. Smee. Yeah. Oh, God. I and, love them. I want a whole series about them. Right. And then I, right. I, I thought it was funny that they all of a sudden, they incorporated into this hammerhead Corsair a fucking captain's wheel. I'm like, I don't think that was supposed to be like that. It's flair. I loved it. Oh, I did and, too. And don't I think that wrong. was his customization. He was like, I want to go whole hog on this pirate <laughs> <Yeah>. thing, <laughs> probably. And I don't. I didn't mind it. I didn't. But I was just kind of like, 
Okay. All right, right, Captain. What do you think? Uh, Me too. But at the same time, I was like, I'm eating this up. This is this is for Kevin. All right, Captain. We got you a new ship. What do you think? How can I? How can I cosplay him? Hammerhead Corsair that you only fucking see. That's an old Sith vessel, baby. Yeah, and you only really see it in Rebels and that one little scene where they ram, uh, ram the Star Destroyer. Yes, and they have um, in uh, New. They had a a very similar looking ship. In um uh, no uh, uh, Jedi I think in Jedi oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or last em- of no return remember. Empire no it's Return okay it's not Return of the Jedi uh, there's no Hammerhead Corsairs in Return of the Jedi I can oh. guarantee you those didn't show up until much later but anyway uh, holy shit fuck I'm good sorry Lord. it's these, very gassy these warm cokes they um they make me extra burpy I apologize hmm. if we can edit that out I guess we'll try but. No, it, you also see very similar looking ships, and and I think that's what these are based off of in Knights of the Old Republic. Specifically, yes. I think two. Uh, yes. But yeah, the the there are very similar designs uh, in those games. Uh, right. That I think the the current Corsairs are based off. But al- but also almost ideally the perfect ship to be a pirate ship because if you know nothing about the Hammerhead Corsairs, they're Literally a hammerhead because they can ram ships. That's what yeah. they were. I mean, I don't that's, that's what they're designed for. I don't know if they're originally designed for that, but they are definitely been used for that. Yeah. Um. So they can, yeah, they can fucking ram ships, which is perfect for a pirate. I just want to see in Star Wars the the equivalent of the ship shipping ship shipping shipping ships. Yes. Sure. Also, speaking of ships and doing cool shit, we forgot to mention this, or I forgot to mention this <laughs> on the last one when we were talking about Picard when. <laughs> When when Seven goes, did you just throw an asteroid at that ship? Yes, I did. <laughs> Good old Will Riker. Right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Everything that should be called the Riker maneuver is just full on a fuckboy maneuver. But I think I'm the, here for I it. I think the better line would have been, well, she threw a ship at us, so I threw an asteroid back at her. It's only fair. I keep it simple. <laughs> keep it Riker. Uh, yeah, keep it Riker. Just... Just leaned back, yeah. The, <laughs> this exact pose, sitting that as bisexually as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Riker, the Riker lean, the Riker lean, yeah. And the Picard tuck, pull, pull. I guess. Oh God, when he did it. Oh, he does it. All yeah, I, but but he, he hasn't really done much of Picard, and he finally did. I think either I think the last episode when he sat in the chair, he he did the tuck. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so that was my we'll talk, day. We'll, ta- we'll talk about. We'll, Picard. we'll get to Picard. I'm sure. We will because I I I want to talk about it. Oh yeah, I have not watched today's episode yet. Obviously. Nope, I haven't watched okay, either. Good, good, no, 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 good, 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 good. Some Mandalorian. Some Mandalorian. <laughs> I am drink, I'm, but a tiny sip. I'm looking forward to where this season's going because it's also uh, his Grogu's new little little chest piece. Yeah, yeah. He, little, gets, he gets che- himself a little, little you know chesty a, armor, a, a, yeah. a chest shield. That's almost probably weighs probably just about as much as he does. So right, let's see him do some Jedi flippy flips I mean, with that thing. Combine that with the goddamn he's gonna be chain mail he's wearing. He's kicking his he's gonna be kicking his little fucking feet against that thing. Oh, we can hear him. He's like, let's fucking Grogu's got a bell now. I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't jingle when he walks now. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Ah, Grogu's coming. Where's that old fucker? <laughs> Where's that little, little, little bastard? Uh, I I believe though we need to call it um, Chekhov's medallion. Yeah, because. You know you, something. I guarantee sometime in the last couple episodes, he's going to get shot. Get shot. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, oh, no. Oh, no. He died. And he's those of us like, are just going to be like, Bruh. come on. Come on. He's got the stupid Beskar medallion on. He's fine. Don't the worry. Chainmail would help with that, too. Not as much, though. 
that would be more like that would deflect. I think more lightsabers. Yeah. Right. But you know. or uh, uh, vibroblades. Yeah. Right. Vibro Especially vibroblades. Um. The little piece of uh, Beskar, speaking of Beskar, the Beskar that they found in the ship, which I thought was fucking cool that they had the fucking thing. And I was so like, what well, are, I'm going like, to board this thing. But anyways. What are your theories then? I Imperials take him or Man the Mandalorians? He was he was rescued. Uh, I don't think the Mandalorians did it. And uh, I think and they're, they're being just set up. They're being set up. They're being Absolutely framed. Being sure. set up. Yep. Because they were the ones that pretty much fought against him, so now yeah, they're being they're, set up. They're uh, they're the galactic scapegoat. And and the only people that really have Beskar right now are the Empire because they stole it all from Mandalore. Yeah. That's why that one guy had all those Beskar pieces because they're the only people that have it, really. It's very hard to find. That's why the Mandalorians don't have it right now. But, the, the but I think the, the, the reasoning of like finding the Beskar in the ship, uh, my immediate thought was, okay... So there's two options here, either ex-Imperials or Mandalorians, and both are reasonable. Because, yeah, absolutely, I can see a Mandalorian faction going, it's justice time. They don't have ships. He said it himself. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're very much in hiding right now. They're not, they're not out and about. That faction does not have ships. But I don't think there's... I, but they're all in hiding. They're pretty much all in hiding right now. They're not, that doesn't and, mean they And none of the other factions, I, I think... Have particular beef. Okay. Yeah, it's only the I one. Don't know. It's only the one that was that. Uh, Children of the Watch, I believe, is the name of the faction. Yeah. Um. I. I. I think they're just being set up because there's no. I don't. It's a Night Watch. No, that's Death Watch. Death Wish. Night if, Terrors. <clears throat> Children of the Corn. If if for witness Wally. It was <laughs> Wally. <laughs> if anything, I could see them. This is where they bring in. Uh, Sabine Wren, maybe. Please, please, God. Because they're they're well, they they're, 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 they're setting it up with with like a pre Ahsoka. They're absolutely, and I'm I'm about to pre Ahsoka my pants <laughs> over these episodes, baby. <laughs> Woo! I got there. Hey, uh, but, you, you're about to get there. So f let me let me go on a little rant real quick. Ooh, 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 ooh! Hang on, hang on, hang on. I have a jingle for this. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> There's so much setup here. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Back to back to the rant at Kev's corner by one. We'll workshop it, but I like yeah, we'll the, workshop the, it. the pieces I, I, are there. I chose to go with House at Pooh Corner by Kenny Loggins. It's fine. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, and I want to preface this with the sponsor, Daddy. I still love you. <laughs> but you spoiled this episode, bro. The meme is supposed to be spoilers without context, uh, and I, I think you posted something a little different um, in the the title of your meme. But uh, you you definitely spoiled the fact that a rebel was going to show up in this episode. Now I appreciate that you tried to play it off when I when I complained about it and said you know I think this panel is a little spoilery. Uh, tried to say, well, this is just sort of where I feel like the season is going. This is this is my. My instinct. So I, I do appreciate that you tried to, to play it off and you didn't just double down like that other guy did and say, no, it's not a spoiler. Um, like uh, you, like you, you, tried to, you tried to kind of misdirect me, and I, I appreciate that. Uh, but I, I did then come back on the post and say, yeah, this is spoilery as shit. Because um, you're supposed to, when you do spoilers without context, they're supposed to be like completely off the wall bonkers. Like I was going to do one of those for uh, 
a John Wick four, but I just got lazy. Um, uh, for those that don't know, those are the four picture memes. Yeah, the the four pictures where you, you know whatever spoilers without context, and it's supposed to be things that are tangentially related. And the other three were they were they were very funny because it was like Tim Meadows and the ladies man, <laughs> yeah. a picture of uh, of Davy Jones, yeah. um, and something else I can't remember what. Anyway, uh, by the way, it is Children of the Watch. That's okay, the okay. name of the faction. Okay. Um, and so I complained about it, and it, and it's. Spoilers bug me, uh, and I know lots of people don't care. I, I know Graham I care. never gives a shit, but uh, I, I care. Um, but what I found often on the internet is when people spoil something, and you say, "Hey, that's a spoiler." I, you know, they, you you ruined this thing for me a little. People's reaction to you calling them out on a spoiler is to get belligerent, get mean, and double down. And I don't understand that. Why you can't... What is it about the internet that just makes you go, well, fuck you. This isn't a spoiler because of this reason. Or, no, the, the, whatever. You shouldn't be on social media then. It's lots of victim blaming and, no, I didn't do anything wrong. Instead of just going, shit, that's my bad. I, I didn't mean to do that. Like, where does that... that that sliver of hate inside of you come from when you're on the internet. And I, and I'm, I'm familiar with the, uh, greater internet dickwad theorem, which is a uh, normal person plus total anonymity plus audience equals total dickwad. Because <clears throat> I, I don't people get it. Know, people have a natural tendency to become defensive about things and just not take it as like a, we're not saying this to be mean. We're saying this because we want you to do better or we're just saying, hey, by the way, maybe you should. And for the record, I do understand. This is more of a rhetorical, I want you to look within yourself sort of question. Oh, sorry. Like, I I understand it. I do. I understand that people get defensive and when people are called out on something, it is their knee-jerk reaction to be offended that they were called out because when you're embarrassed, you tend to get mad that is a natural reaction but it's just so much easier to go oops my b i I promise you it is you're not gonna you're not gonna lose any respect from anyone and in fact you're gonna gain respect from people um as a matter of fact i i commended somebody who in one of my star wars groups uh shout out to star wars uh uh, left leftist star wars shit posting um great star wars group because it's it's all very uh, people who should be Star Wars fans and not the other kind. Uh-huh. And um, and somebody put in a, a spoiler warning at the beginning of a post that was for a non-canon book written 30 years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, I wish Uh-oh. everyone had this fucking energy. <laughs> I really do. Because like, I, I certainly believe in, in, in a cap on spoilers. Like, right. All I ask for the most part is that you wait a week. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of times I... I, I go, oh, man, I would love to post this meme, but I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. And by the time, you know, I can feel good about posting it, it'll be old news and people <laughs> won't care anymore. So I, I understand the, the urgency of wanting to be seen on the Internet. And a lot of times that comes with spoilers. But all you have to do is not. Yeah. Yeah. It's just stop being a dick about it. If you spoil something and people go, mm, I, I don't appreciate that. Don't say no. It isn't the the misdirection is is a is a better alternative to the getting belligerent. I will I will take misdirection and 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 you just uh, sort of trying to 
you know, diffuse the situation so much more over over the the doubling down of belligerency. But just be like, you know, what, you're right, my bad. Just try it on for size. See how it goes. Yeah. Again, Matt, I'm not talking directly with you with that one. I appreciate how you handle it. I'm just saying that was, in fact, a spoiler. That's my rant. Oh, fucking fuck. This rant brought to you by Kevin. <laughs> nope. This rant brought to you by, by Jaybird Wines. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Uh, I'm craving mead, too, and I still can't, like, <laughs> it's so sugary, and I can't really drink alcohol for another, like, two, three months. Mm. Boo. And I've been craving <gasps> But you know what that means? Just in time. Yeah, I'll, I'll be able to, to drink at Fest this year. Yeah, yeah you, your tolerance will be nothing. Oh, yeah. Be be oh, I'm date. so I'm, excited for I'm to get to make a cheap date out of you. Because a lot of people have not seen me drunk. They've seen me maybe buzzed or enthusiastic or tipsy, but not a lot of people have seen me drunk. I've seen it once. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it. I, you, you were not in that hotel room that night. No, I was, <laughs> I was pretty drunk at the party. Oh, that's right. Just not nearly as bad as you. Oh, yeah. you weren't there that year. Never mind. That you weren't. You weren't was... at that one. I was talking about your birthday, yeah. where we ended up in a hotel room together. Yeah, yeah. It's as exactly as sexy as you think it is. It's true. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was picturing in my head: sexy yep. pillow fights and yeah, lingerie. Yeah. And right. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, do you still have that nighty? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. Ah, when I got too oh, big yeah, for no, it, that's I'll have to get a new one. Yeah, no, that's, right. that's, fine. that's fine. Amazon's a thing. Thinking like a floral teddy this time. Oh no, that's fair. Bedazzle it in the chest area. Like a lacy tenga, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we go on riffs that are a just squirrely episode. <laughs> yeah, sometimes our riffs get a little weird. <laughs> uh, so I think we're all excited to see where it goes. I think there's only three episodes left. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> Probably. Is it only an eight episode? God, these yes. are too short. I agree. But if you think about it, it's it, each episode's an hour long. It's an eight-hour long movie. So but not all I, of them have been. Here's the I thing: I, for one, appreciate that we've moved to the British mo- model of television. I love it. I wish we could get just like a little bit longer. Like Bad Batch was sixteen. That was nice. Yeah. Um, but they're like go- Ghosts. I'm I'm surprised is doing longer seasons. That's been that's been mm. swell. But like the like ten. Okay, but it's when they're doing like the six and eights yeah. that drives me fucking bonkers. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, six and eights. Unless the last episode is like an hour and a half or something, then. <sighs> Anyways, um, so Pickard, should we talk about? We're gonna move on to Pickard, John Luke Pickard. And yes, three episodes left. Fuck. Yeah, um, I'm gonna be out of town for chapter eight. I'm sorry. We'll find time to watch it. So let's see. Um, I want to talk about how I think when you bring back characters that haven't been, you know, been together for thirty years. Um, sure. It you, I feel in the past, you know, shows have run into tropiness or just not completing a character. But I think in Picard. They are writing the perfect je ne sais quoi love song to the next generation cast. It's I don't know what that means. Stop I will continue to make time. that joke every time. So I, I really appreciate that they're not doing the um, 
the Matrix thing. Yes. Where it's sucking its own dick with nostalgia. Yes. They mm. they much more went towards the Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Where it's it's just a just a just a, a whispery kiss of of hey remember this uh, like with the. Uh, like at the Daystrom Institute, yeah, with you with know, the whistle, yeah, with the whistle yeah. and and Moriarty, and that went somewhere completely different than we were all I, expecting. I, and I absolutely nope. expected a whole episode of us having to deal with fucking Moriarty, and I was in. I want to be clear about this. I was fully in for a whole episode about Moriarty being an absolute jack off. I was so ready for it, and it didn't happen. But it's still clever. And I'm not disappointed. Yeah, it was still I, clever. That's it, was, the thing. it was basically a, an intricate password system created specifically for Riker. And where you got to see baby Riker and baby Data and yeah. a little more time doing the whistling. And yeah, it was yeah. Um, marvelous. I love that. That's such a good homage to but that. Not only that, but Jordy is the, um, the guy that's in charge of the museum, the mm-hmm. Fleet Museum, which is like the perfect. Just like the the perfect Jordy. What a fucking feels trip that was, by the way. It was almost on the level of the motion picture masturbatory ship scene. Mm-hmm. But they were just like, oh, remember this one? Remember this one? Then when they hit Voyager and it played the theme. Yeah, no, I loved that uh, they played. Did you you heard them play the DS9 theme uh, under the yeah, Defiant? The DS9 theme yeah. with the Defiant and, and, and fucking, then the Voyager and, theme under Voyager. And yeah. the, the, the one with the whales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. HMS, the HMS Bounty. Bounty. Oh, God. Um, and why? So I thought it was funny, by the way, that they were like they stole the spoilers. By the way, they stole the cloaking device <laughs> off the that. HMS Bounty, but the Defiant, which is already a Federation ship, has a cloaking device. It's the only one that did have one. Why didn't they steal that one? Uh, because that was technically classified. But it's still there. But and but Seven would have known it was there because she was. No wait. No, Worf no. would have. Worf would have. Worf would have, but like Worf wasn't part of that. Con- Worf was on the Daystrom, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Worf didn't know that they had found the Defiant. True. True. Uh, the only one they knew, the only cloaking system they knew about was HMS Bounty. The cloaking <laughs> device on the Defiant was classified during the Dominion War, and it was never, I'm assuming, never declassified. Well, it's probably still got it. Probably, but it's it's classified. No one would know. Right. That's not but general it, knowledge. It's also possible it had been removed. Maybe. Because like, I'm sure it at some point people like do tours of the ships. Yeah. And if they go to engineering, go somebody goes, uh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Some, some upstart engineering student goes, uh, that's, that's us. That's, we're on a Federation ship. That's not supposed to be. Okay, fine. Also, whatever. Also seen. Captain Shaw That's fanboy. That's what I was just about to mention. You son of a bitch. I was like speaking of, uh, of you know, engineering students watching the hero worship coming from fucking <laughs> oh, Shaw. Oh, yeah. Going, <laughs> Jordy, Jordy. Hi, Jordy. And hi, I Jordy. And I didn't know this in, uh, before, but apparently the guy that plays Captain Shaw is a big, huge fucking nerd. Oh, huge nerd. He has, he has Leia meeting R2-D2 tattooed on his fucking forearm. A dork. Oh. And I think he's got a Yoda. I think there's a Yoda over there, too, which I think is absolutely hilarious that he has Star Wars tattoos and he's in a Star Trek show. Also, how but many anyways. fucking 12 Monkeys references are we going to go through in this show? A Holy lot. A lot of them. Holy shit. A lot. Yeah. My God. Um, and mean, the main guy, thing I was... Yeah. The main thing yeah, I was... The Frankie and the, the Vulcan. Yep. Oh, Jesus. The main thing, too, that I was going to uh, mention was... 
about the whole love sonnet to the uh, next generation cast is that so Jordy's his daughters obviously are there, and mm-hmm. you meet his other daughter who is his real, real life daughter, daughter, real life daughter. Yeah, and then he's he's upset that his daughter's a helmsman. I'm like, you were a helmsman in the first season, you jackass. Um, I mean, and he's not upset with her, but uh. I look at I look at Jordy from season one as essentially Chekhov. He 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 no offense to the show, but he filled the quota. And that's a really unfortunate thing to say, but like Jordy as the helmsman filled the quota. Jordy as the engineer was a fully fledged character with actual story and ideas. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah, no. But he Jordy, started out as a helmsman because yeah. they already had a they already had an engineer, an engineer which was Miles O'Brien, which was. Uh, a, he was a, not an en- no. He wasn't. He wasn't an engineer. Maybe he was not only a transporter chief in Next Gen. Was he? Yeah, I thought he was in charge of uh, the engineering for a while. Nope. I um, like to I like to think of season one where Jordy at that point was still just like a mid level engineer. Uh, but they had lost their helmsman, and he was filling in on shifts, uh, especially Maybe. to keep him. But on he was camera. wearing red. Well, yeah, because he, yeah. he wore red when he was when he was on his helmsman yeah. shifts, and I'm sure he would have changed to yellow when he was doing his engineering shifts. Yeah. That's my head cannon that I just made up, and it's <laughs> I don't infallible. I don't hate it. I wouldn't say that, but I don't hate it. Well, maybe he just decided that being the helmsman wasn't where he could best be suited, and I think Picard may, maybe might have noticed that. And I think the show realized that, that they were underutilizing the guy from Roots. I don't, I don't remember if there was an actual. Was there an actual episode where he that he officially took over? Or was it just like next season? He just he was, he was there. Next He's, season, he was, he was just, just there. Was there, but but I wouldn't be surprised if there is. But also in in any Star Trek, you can't take anything that happens in season one too serious. No, no, yeah, no. and I'm really not talking true. about. It, but I, I mean, it, it just honestly, it like it, for me, if I were to pick an engineer, I would pick Jordy over Scotty any day of the week. Yeah, same. I mean, as smart as Scotty is, I would pick Jordy. I think Jordy's a lot smarter. And this is no offense and, to Jordy. And uh, inventive and ingenuitive. Yeah. Yes, that's true. But if we're going to talk about inventive and ingenuitive and um, able, like, like flexible and, and able to think on their feet as an engineer, I think you can't... Uh, ignore Miles O'Brien. You can't. But you said he wasn't an engineer. He was a ch- he was a transporter chief. He was a transport. I'm not talking about Miles O'Brien on TNG. I'm talking about Miles O'Brien on Deep Space Nine. Oh, okay. Where he was the chief of engineering at a Cardassian space sh- uh, space station that was then transferred over to Bajoran control control, right. and they had to add Federation parts to it to make it work. Like. Talk all you want about, like, Scotty putting dilithium crystals back into a Klingon bird of prey. Uh, Jordy making sure that a warp core doesn't explode every fifth episode. Miles O'Brien had to basically invent a new kind of engineering (laughs) to make that fucking space station work. But at the same time, Scotty also did a lot of things that were basically, like... Well, I bet I can hold this together with paper clips and duct tape. Like the the dude was 
was a jury rigger to the to the to the nth degree. Oh, absolutely. And let's not forget the fact that he was able to pull up from memory the formula to transparent aluminum. That's a good point. Uh, okay, it's so, like I don't know. Apple II E computer. Exactly. <laughs> All right, hello on. computer. <laughs> <laughs> From memory, he was like, "Oh yeah, this is the formula for that." All right, here you go. I Ass. will. I will revise my statement then. Um, Miles O'Brien is the logical end of the road of Scotty and Jordy. Now, Belana Torres is neat, but I don't. I, no offense, I don't think she's in the conversation. Um. But in terms, and, and I, I agree with what you're saying, but in terms of like being on a starship, Miles O'Brien would be like, so I'm pretty sure I know what's going on. And not to say he couldn't do stuff, but I don't think he could be as... I think he would be boring. Well, I just don't think he could do as much as Jordy did in all the situations that they were in. I just don't think Miles had it, had the... Uh, <sighs> The creativity to uh, get them out of, you know, a starship, not necessarily just keeping a space station. I mean, that's, that's you know, plumbing versus... Uh, okay, I see what you mean. You know what I mean? I understand. I don't know what I'm trying to... What the, the exact no, thing I'm... You're like on a starship, you know? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. all the things that they went through and that Jordy learned from all of those experiences and then just... We're talking about a helicopter mechanic versus a battleship uh, mechanic. Ultimately, if that makes sense to you, sort of, yeah. Like, or maybe uh, military base mechanic, maintenance guy, making sure. I'll be- I know, I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> and I deserve that. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about a base mechanic versus somebody who's on a on a who's on a ship. Who's on a ship? Yeah, uh, they they're different levels of expertise, but I don't right. think they're. I don't think it, it might be a little. They're apples, apples and oranges, oranges but yeah. they're more. But they're both fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Sup card. Sup card. card. Yep. Um, I'm loving. Oh my god! I'm lo- Roll Aaron. We have not talked about fucking Roll Aaron. What a Heard comeback! In. Holy fuck! Oh Jesus Christ, Michelle Forbes, you beautiful, beautiful bitch! I love you so much. I'm so glad you came back. One episode, and Joanna was like, well, I guess I know what I have to cosplay this year. Uh, to which I went, yes. Uh, which is funny, because I actually really want to cosplay a Shax mm. from Lower Decks. So tell, oh, okay. tell her we can Bajoran together. Nice. Oh, my God. You would, totally, like you would totally rule at that. I definitely ordered a Picard Season 3 Starfleet uniform for myself. Like a, a top. They're, they're beautiful. Yeah, they're I, just got a, um, I just got a Lower Decks one. Yeah, I saw my other lower decks. Plus, I saw my monster maroon. So, uh, I want a monster maroon at some point, but just not yet. Oh, we can have like a fun little Star Trek day. There is there mm. is a uh, place on Etsy that will custom make them for like two seventy. Oh, that's not bad. It's not that's horrible, terrible. but they'll they'll make everything, and it's the same quality that jacket and pants and everything. Uh, jacket and pants. I think it's just the jacket. Oh. Because um, the shirts are like, but here's the deal with the shirts. The shirts are super easy, which I'm sure Joanna could actually do. Because like for me, they're just a mock turtleneck, aren't they? Mock turtleneck with some fuzzies and the the, the wrists have to have some um, yeah puffies on them. But um, yes, more or less, which I think Joanna could very easily do for you. Probably, I have the book for it if she wants to look at it. Because I'm sure she'd be like, oh, this is fucking easy. But for me, 
I want something that's very lightweight underneath, not mm-hmm. an actual like cloth mock turtleneck. So I wanted to get like a, um, I don't want to say like an Under Armour, but one of those really lightweight like, yeah, almost workout shirts, and then just add like the neck piece and the wrist pieces. So it's very lightweight underneath because those jackets are fucking. I mean, it's a jacket. So it's we both ordered uh, like um, Picard style Starfleet uniform things from nice. a website. I don't remember the name of the website right now, but uh, Picard. Sh- Picard. Uh, this season is all over the place with the uniforms, by the way. <laughs> a little bit. It's because they've leaned into the every ship has its own uniform, right? Uh, yeah, w- which is big on like. Uh, Star Trek uh, Online, yeah, where like your oh, the yeah. uniform is a little more flexible now, yeah, uh, right. But yeah, and that's that's something Even lower, lower decks. decks sort of started, yeah, uh, where sure because I mean if you remember the Rikers Titan, <laughs> yeah. everybody still had like the movie style, yeah, uh, yeah. uniforms, but they had the 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 new almost like the new version of the TNG ones, and right. Um, so yeah, uh, that I think they're they're leaning into that, and I appreciate that. Cause I do it, too. It gives some. Give some panache and to those the, fucking leather jackets. I want those leather jackets. Oh, God. Oh, right. I want uh, what I want is this the Strange New Worlds, uh, the new version of <sighs> of the Captain's Green. Mm. Oh, the green. I thought you were about to say the Monster Maroon. I was like, <clears throat> no, I, I I actually did like that too. Shut up. But no, his uh, green where it was like sort of a leather jacket, uh-huh. sort of like yeah. a like a leather yep. smoker's jacket. Mm-hmm. Oh god, it made me horny. <laughs> <laughs> so it, but, it still, but it still had like the wraparound thing, yep. but it was built <laughs> into the suit. Oh god, it was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. But yeah, Michelle Forbes coming back. Holy shit. And then oh, I was just thinking, I'm like, I feel like the last time I saw you, you were getting stabbed through the chest by a bull. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. The reference here. True blood. She played the Lamia. Oh, gotcha. She was probably the best villain on the show. I didn't watch the show. Well, I, I watched it some four-ish, so I think. That's definitely Why after I stopped. I don't it. know. Okay. ASMR podcast time. Um, um, no, it, the fact that they sewed up all of the all of the little dangling threads of plot between Picard and, and Rolaren. Oh. Yeah. That was so so sweet and like unfortunately foreshadowed her fucking demise. Yeah, it it foreshadowed her punching her card on the way out because they like settled their beef and I was just like, oh man. Well that's unfortunate. That's um sucks hard. Yeah. When they were on Daystrom station, did you guys uh, see all the things they were looking at? I didn't. I know that there are a lot of them. The I Genesis know. 2. Okay. I missed that. Um, the Genesis... There, obviously, you, you saw the Tribble. Yep. Oh, yep, oh, yep, the, yep, yep, the, yep. The, the, the horror movie Tribble. The fucking yeah. Sam Raimi Tribble. Yeah. Right. As Nightmare Tribble. Aliens, aliens Tribble that sucks to your face. I was really it. hoping we were going to see Peanut Butter Hamper, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the skeletal remains of James T. Kirk. Yeah. I, I, Which know. explains... I don't. I don't think we should give away the future flop plot, future plot point of it. But yeah, the remains of James T. Kirk, which means they went to Viridian, Viridian to get uh, it. Three, and why? Like, why would you keep that? Why I do mean, they have John Luck Pickard's fucking body and cryo? Yeah, stasis? Section Thirty One is a is a bastard. They're weird, but they also have a they also have an AI computer there that looks like Batman. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> sure, did. yeah. Uh, yeah, they did. Look it up, guys. They do. <laughs> yeah. And all of the... Uh, 
all of the uh, the stereotypical. Uh, we need some walls here. What should we use? Oh, let's use that space grate that we use for everything. Yeah, it's. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I am too, and it, it totally works for it. And like, but just, <laughs> just I was just giggling the entire time. I'm like, space grate <laughs> everywhere. Um, let's see here. Oh, we have not really talked about this. The fucking changelings are the villains. Yeah, I do. they are. We, they are angry. Like, like we kind of touched on uh, it before. They're, but they're new but, and they're evolved and they're yeah mad. Oh, I Very. love it. And there's the one that looks like Groot. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the the big bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. And I did like the quiet, understated nod to Rene Abergenois. That was that was nice. I appreciated that. Of course, we won't see him naturally, no. but. Um, but apparently, Section 31 has a whole bunch of bodies around, so maybe so we'll see him unnaturally. Uh, oh, well, he'd be don't. in a bucket. Please, no. He would be in a bucket. I did like that apparently all changelings have Odo's bucket. No, they have to. They have to go back to their form. They yeah, but they don't all have Odo's bucket. They all have the bucket, a bucket. Well, I think they just, you know, the ceremonial. Or, yeah, some have an Odo bucket, some have like a duffel bag, some yeah. have like a really nice vase. <laughs> Somebody's got like a cat box somewhere. Somebody's got an ice cream pail. An old cowboy spittoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, isn't that Odo's bucket? More or less. More yeah. or less. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked. I like that the the changelings. Ooh, I like that they brought the changelings back as a villain because that is fun. What would your changeling container be? Fun game. Ooh, this is a fun game. Ah, oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ! Rob. God damn, Rob. I'm so Calm sorry. Down. Fuck. I didn't know where the leg was. I Visual like, oh, casualty I on an audio podcast. <laughs> it's like all of the little figurines on our table just went same table over. for the past years. God. I know, I know. I fucked earthquake up. test. I, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, I hope nobody heard that. Um, I'm sure Anywho. there was a terrible Anywho, sound. What would your container be? Uh, I am stalling for time so I can think about it. Thank you very much. Mm, nice. uh, yeah. Uh, God, I don't know what. I don't know. Have you thought about this? I have. You I, have. Okay. I, I have considered this because as soon as right. I saw that, I'm like, I would want something like, like sort of fun. Sure. Uh, so it would, it would be something. It would be like some something trophy like, like okay. a replica of like the Stanley Cup, but not, <laughs> but yeah. not that per se. But I would definitely want like one of those goblet style trophies. So, so I have a, a maybe one that says like "World's Best Kisser" or something. <laughs> right. Come on over, I'll give you kisses. Uh, we're all, <laughs> I feel, no offense. Well, no, I don't think this is offensive, actually. I feel like you would have uh, uh, Steve Carell's World's Best Boss mug. Oh, yeah, that might be, that, that sounds like you. That, that feels correct for you, for your love of the office. Nick? Uh, my oversized coffee mug that says meh on it. See, I was, I was imagining sure. your, your, your giant plastic beer stein you have out at fest oh that's good yeah that yeah. would work too um but it, it, it would have to say meh on it because it yeah. just would be like because you're just meh i look i want it to be something super cool and super like neat and like full of you know flashiness but i know me uh i'm gonna be that fucking little punk goblin who lives in his leather fest mug Fair enough. Yeah, right. I think uh, I, 
and it's never cleaned, so there's like residue of me in the mug at Gross. all times. God yeah, awful. no, I'm I'm not God awful. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is not a good container, but <laughs> I'm fairly certain if if it's me, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it is. Fair it's the poorly kept leather mug. Uh, it's not a Mac. It's probably a Levine. Maybe in a land. It'd probably be in a land, actually. Yeah, you're coming yeah. out smelling like leather. Yeah, it's a, yes. Oh, God, yeah. I would love to smell like leather at all times. That sounds amazing. The leather mug, though? Yeah, that's fine. Hmm. Okay. Who's the dork with the Star Trek ringtone? Was that you, Rob? Yeah, that's Okay, me. just checking. <laughs> it's, it's me in every episode. <clears throat> I also was watching... Uh, Generations. Why didn't they fire back the goddamn Klingons once they were fired upon? But anyways, uh, Picard. Yeah, well, they're too busy so flying Picard. all over the place. Well, um, again, excited to see where this goes. Is <sighs> I have I have one grape. Deanna's got to be a changeling. Ooh, do you think so? The one that's they have there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the way yeah, she yeah. said, "Oh, Riker." Do you think so? Yes. Hmm. I yes. hope not. But I am expecting I don't think, I don't, I'm expecting a main cast member to be a I don't to be think she the real Troy is. I think yeah. the one that's on the ship is. No, no, no. I think I'm expecting a main cast member to be a changeling. Because otherwise, still. where is the daughter? Yeah. I, whose name I'm totally Majesta or something? Honestly, something She's still like alive. Artemis or something. Yeah. I but you remember. would think Gregor would know that by now if she was. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but um, data. Data lore. Data. Data, data lore, lore before. Data lore before lol. Whatever Soong. Soong, the yeah the current Soong is who uh, they yeah. obviously used as the the they body also, to make the the goal and right. make it, <clears throat> and they also mentioned they also mentioned um the Soong not wait not the Soong daughter what was the female. Uh, Android. Lol? Was that her name? Lol from are you, are Next you Gen? About, are yes. you talking about... Lol. You know, yeah. It's yeah. Lol. They don't mention uh, Soji at all, but that's fine. Because um, I think she's she's a, a different thing. Yeah, probably. So this is my one gripe so far of the show. And that's that we've killed Data twice now. And yet... Data keeps coming back. Now, I understand that he's like five dis- different personalities inside of this body, but it's still Data. Data's there. I love that Lore's there. That's spectacular, and I would li- like to see an episode coming up here where Lore takes over completely because, fuck yeah, I want Lore. But it does sort of undo the feels trip we went on at the end of season one. And at the end of, well... At the end of Nemesis, do we really want to? Okay, never mind. Sure. Sure. But, like, it, uh, again, it cheapens every death Data's had. And it cheapens Brent Spiner's performance both times, I think. Because we keep coming back to Data. And, look, I know it's not Data, but it's Data. Well, I mean, the the moment we had between Jordy and Data was... Mm. <sighs> Speaking yeah. of feels trips. Yeah. That's spectacular. But like <clears throat> everything from them getting onto the Daystrom and Moriarty coming out and making the, the music happen so that you know we're talking about data. Data's who were 
Well, they, 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 there was a line way early in the episode that gave it away when they said that Daystrom's got a sophisticated AI system that is meant to, uh, uh, what did they say? It's it's a line from Next Generation when they what was the line when they talked about the creation of Moriarty. They wanted a, a, a yep. per- person. They said that exact same line about yep. the Daystrom Institute's security uh, system. Security system. The yeah. AI security system. Kestra, that, by the way. Kestra. That's Thank it. you. Um, so I I agree that it kind of cheapens the deaths, but at the same time, it, I I want Brent Spiner to continue to get work and like. Continue to come back to Star Trek, and I want that I all the time. Still want him to show up in the new Night Court. Oh <laughs> God, yes. Oh, can he please? Oh my God, as playing the what, same character, the same character. Absolutely, I can't remember the name of the character right now. It was but, a hillbilly character. Yeah, um, it's great, spectacular character. But but it didn't. It, I don't feel that they, it, it, Data is still a, an android that could literally. I mean, you could place it in anything. Well, look, they did what they could to soften the the blow and say, well, this is data, but it's not really data. But it's still... But here's the deal. If they have, if they have remains of James D. Kirk and John Luke Picard's body, why wouldn't they have gone back and gotten data's android body and his no, positronic net and everything? And, just, and then if you want to have a security system that's going to outthink anybody, it's going to be data. Yeah. And the fact that they put all those with, other body parts in there and everything else. You mean else. with all his random access memory that I now have in a sliver of my phone? He yeah. was obliterated on that uh, Riemann vessel. Yeah, he was. was so Bob, his positronic... Bob Wheeler. Bob Wheeler, thank you. But that's the why Wheelers. they did have the body of B4. Yeah. Right. Because that's what was left. But yeah. I thought he... Tran- I thought... Before he did that, he transferred all of his... He did. They even mentioned that in the episode. Yeah. Yep. That's how they had Data's... Data's positronic net. I was going to say Data's data. Ah, uh, good, good. I like it. Sorry, um, Data's data. But now we know what happened to B4 after... One is my name. The other is not. Anyways. Fuck you, Pulaski. Anyways, oh God, I feel better. please fucking... <sighs> Anyways. Although I do kind of want to see her show up. Just, just once. <sighs> Just once. Just have her, make her, look, make her the bitchy matronly head of Starfleet Medical now. Make her, make her fucking Vatic. Like the whole time it was her. (laughs) What? That would be so stupid. That would be so stupid. That scrappy do in the Scooby Doo movie (laughs) levels of absolute moronic idiocy. Which, by the way, <laughs> brings me to one question. I don't think... You're welcome for that reference, Dr. Crusher is still in Starfleet, is she? She's no, not. She can't okay. be. No. Yeah. She quit Starfleet 20 years ago. Okay. They, so, they, maybe I missed that line. So I have a couple questions. Literally here. episode one. We gotta, we gotta hurry up here. So make, yep. yep yeah, maybe, I, uh, two quick questions. One, what is Jack? He's a human with a disease that Picard had. Is he? he? I, yeah. He, he is what he is. I, I think at face value, he is Picard's son, and he just has that same brain gehibbity bibbity. Yeah. Because they talk about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not... Mm, yeah. I'm not convinced yet that they didn't do a cloning thing again. Well, I, I, I'm wondering if there's maybe some kind of genetic engineering at mm-hmm. play, mm-hmm. Uh, especially because what the fuck is going on with this red door. Yep. And all the vines. Yep. So I'm... I'm Second question that leads from this... 
Main cast is almost completely back together. Yep. Yeah. Who's the changeling? Who's the head changeling? Who's well? Who's the changeling in the main cast? Who is it? I mean, if it's not, not Picard or Riker. I think. If no. not Troy. If not Troy, uh, and I don't think it's Troy. I I have a different uh, candidate. Who's your candidate? Crusher. It's Beverly Crusher. It's Beverly Crusher on a long, deep cover mission. Which would explain no, no. Jack. Which uh, would explain Jack. Um, maybe, but the way that they discover changelings is uh, by asking them questions that only those like intimate questions, not like public record questions. And Beverly knows too much about this is why I say a long, deep cover mission, so because she would have had time to, no, to research. They hadn't evolved yet by then. They, no. You don't know when they evolved. But she's, she's mentioned way too many... Since DS9. Mm-hmm. After yeah. DS9, before now. Yeah. Uh, there, no, because she knew too much intimate uh, details about her and Picard's relationship, and I don't think it's going to be her. From what it seems, post-Dominion War. Yeah. Perhaps... So know. who's the changeling then? Well, then I gotta watch DS Nine now. Fuck! Uh, it's so good though. Uh, Seasons four through Troy, seven go like that. Troy is a good candidate, but it would have to be like uh, since Riker's been gone, she's been taken over. Yeah, because it can't be when they were getting it on. Obviously uh, not. But I mean, all all she would have to be is just a changeling right now. Like they're like, hey, d- d- Carl, come over here and be this chick. Ready, go. Two. It's, it's not like. The uh, uh, the Chandra from the fucking Mistborn series where they have to right. eat them to become them. Sure. Right. Two Dark Horse candidates. Oh, that's a deep reference. Yeah, it is. Uh, two Dark hair Horse uh, candidates, and I regret this analogy immediately because one of them is Jordy. Uh, but Jordy. Seven of nine. That's my other one. No. Yep. She would have known about the bucket. Mm. And again, knowing too much intimate information about... Unless, again, this is... You're you're assuming that wondering who the changeling is is like a this whole time instead of a as of 20 minutes ago. Oh. You, keep, yeah. you, you, you keep doing this assumption that it, it, you know, it's this long con when really it could have just been like during her fight Oh, she could have been incapacitated, stuffed into a closet, and now she's a changeling running around going, Borg stuff, am I right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, which would validate her actions against um, not LaForge a few episodes back, because that was Seven. But now that... Yeah, maybe. Now that that one's dead and... We have a different changeling because uh, we know that there's a couple changelings on board, or at least there were until Jack fucking murdered them. When fucking Jason born on yeah, them. Yeah, he sure did. Um, there's still a couple more on there. Probably Resistance still. is unadvised. That's something she's saying all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, do you imagine one of them's really bad at it. Uh. You're continuing. <laughs> Your well, continued opposition is not I'm gonna, suggested. <laughs> I'm going to throw my vote to Shaw because we haven't really seen him a lot. Ooh. And he was injured. Yeah. 
It's a good, it's a good choice. Shaw's a good choice. I and like it, but I don't because I fell in love with him. Why well, did I too? I've fallen in love with. His I would character. very much like for that to be the next series. Is is the Titan with Sean Seven? Yeah. Oh, that would be good. Ooh. With the uh, with Crash LaForge. Yeah, with, yeah. Well, and and you know stops at the Daystrom Institute. You'd, like bring Jordy in as like a, some sort of series regular. Oh sure, because be he's fun. even said, "Yeah, fucking fuck me up with that shit." Well, they're gonna do. Well, and Michael Dorn has come out and said, "I would absolutely do a Warp series." Fuck me up with that shit. Fuck me up with that shit. Well, they're, they're doing a Starfleet Academy, so. Yeah, but I thought that was. They've talked about that for twenty yeah. odd years. Yeah, they have. But I thought that was a f- the future. I thought that was gonna be Tilly's show. Yeah, is it? I thought it was going to be more... That's what they set up as a spinoff by kicking her off the damn show, which was the worst Ill-advised. decision. Ill-advised. Yeah. <laughs> Ill-advised. Um, <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be like... She was the lifeblood of that show. Just before, uh, or kind of right now-ish, as the timeline is. I've is what I thought I read recently. Just then that's a, a change, because okay. ori- the original idea for it was it was going to be Tilly's show. That's why well, she maybe. left to go do Academy shit. She was getting her own spinoff, uh, and that's with that episode of her and the the toddlers was you know a sort of the a gentle introduction to the spinoff series like uh, that fucking backdoor pilot light. is what it's backdoor pilot called. yes yeah. like like with Shroot Farms towards the end of the office oh sure huh I'm Maybe. glad that never happened I hope it's that but if it's not who knows yeah. anything else that we need to on Picard no I don't think so we've Milked this horse for everything. Okay. Uh, there weren't any trailers that I remember. No, I there was one final one for something. Oh, what was it? Yeah. Yeah. We talked mm. about uh, like the last Dungeons and Dragons trailer, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yep, we did. Uh, I did see. Very excited for did that. Did I talk about Glass Sunday in the last episode? You did. You okay. did. Have you seen it? Yes. You have seen it now. Okay. Yes. Did I, did I talk about how me watching it? Yes. No. No. I can't remember. Oh, you did. Maybe. I don't remember. Anyways. No, you just still talking about wanting this. to. He hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it? I did. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. Because really I texted oh, yeah. you. I said, well, Glass Onion, fucking amazing. You'd do one of these movies every year, and I'd be happy as a clam. Yeah. Uh, Shazam, the new Shazam, I don't feel it's as good as the first. And then what was the other one that I mentioned to you? Your butt. Maybe. Your butt? Did, you, did, you, see John, did you see the new John Wick? Not yet. It's very good. I'm, I'm gonna try to see it next week if I can. I liked the new Shazam. Okay. I thought it was uh, maybe a little more fun than than the first. Okay. I just like why don't they pick a fucking? Oh, I said. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I said Glass Onion was amazing. Resident Evil. There was so much wrong with this movie, uh, and then Shazam Two uh, was enjoyable, but not as not for me, just not as good as the first. This has happened between last episode and this episode, and we have not talked about it, and I'm disappointed in us. Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick, you guys. Oof. John Wick 4. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, he's, they, he's in it, right? The, yes. Yeah, okay. Because he's, he's... He's his handler, right? Yes. Okay. He, he oh, yeah. sure is in it for time. Oh, no. And what's interesting is they, they managed to get a, a, a tribute to him uh, squeezed into the movie. Oh, good. Uh, and it's at the beginning. Um, oh, good. So I, I figured out how they do that now, how they can do it so quickly. Because it's all digital. They don't need to do reels anymore. Yeah. Just, right. They just send an updated copy. Yeah. 
Exactly, because they send it yeah. to the, the super secure cloud. Uh-huh. Well, for people that don't know, oh. so the way the digital theaters work now, they don't. They don't. It was obvious. They don't send them real. They don't send them the old data tapes that they used to have yeah. or the data things or anything. So they literally, the the place will send it up to the fucking cloud, and then the receivers on the digital projectors, when it's time, the company will send out an unlock code, yeah. and then the theaters can put in the unlock code, and boom, they get it. And they yeah. download it, and they just—it's oh. literally a series of JPEGs that you're watching. You're not actually watching like a film, which is Ian explained it to me. It was fucking blew my mind. So I didn't know that. I mean, so, that—that's what a film is, but right. But <laughs> I mean, ultimately, yes. That's why it's called a motion picture. <laughs> All right, enough of your newfangled language <laughs> shit. But I just mean like it's. It, the the file is not just like a movie file. It's like literally every frame so of the it's, movie. It's still basically a reel. It's just a new futury version of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It just plays all the pictures. The mm-hmm. files very quick. We live cool. in wondrous society. Times. Oh. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Blew my mind. Did not know that. So, uh, yeah. There we go. Uh, nerd grabs. Nerd grabs. Um, so I uh, I started rewatching a television show that I had forgotten about and. Boy, I'm disappointed I had. Um, so I started watching Psych again. Oh yeah. Oh my bud, it, oh, you should it, you should get on it. You should you should come back. Well, I I I, I actually watch a couple of episodes here and there. Do you? Just okay. just when I have, I have nothing better to watch, or if I'm all it's, you know checked out on my yeah. It's, it's my white noise right it's, now, and it's, it's great. Whatever for whatever reason, Psych is not one that I can watch like from beginning to end as a binge. It's one I just go. Here's a random episode. Let's watch a yep. few here. It, it's and it's you can that jump show in. for me. And you can jump into it. Um, um, I started at season four. Yeah. Which is a great season, by the way. Um, I think I'm going to have to go back and start from like one or two. I remember that one is, is a rough season, but that's okay. One is a rough. And that's the thing with a lot of comedy shows. Yep. Season one is always season a one is rough. A, like, I mean, fuck The Office. What a rough season one. Yeah. But... The pilot of Psych sucks. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> it's so bad. You can, you can skip that. Uh, um, but yeah, it's and and like I always get a little heartbroken with Lassiter. Yeah. Um, it was fun seeing him on uh, New Amsterdam. Okay. I didn't really watch that show, but I would I would watch episodes here and there if I was just casually hanging out because Sabra watched it from start to finish. Sure. And so I'd come out. You know, episodes here and there, but I I managed to watch an episode that he was like one of the guest stars on. Okay. And motherfucker, was he funny? But he was playing up like like he basically like he lived with a guy where they were comedy partners, and one had um he had this disease that was basically keeping him paralyzed, and his caretaker was was played by Timothy, uh, who he you know they worked into the plot that he had had this big stroke, but he was the caretaker of this guy who is now basically <laughs> paralyzed. Yeah. But they were both like these comedy partners together and Jesus fucking Christ, the riffs on these guys. Ugh. Nice. I, I'm positive that some of that had to have been improv because he was being squirrely, and, uh, but in the, the best way I have with psych. I, I, I have found that I, I definitely tend to gravitate towards especially in comedies I've noticed I very much gravitate towards the gruff father figure mm-hmm. so like 
on my comedy Ru- Mount Rushmore of gruff father figures, it's Dr. Cox, Cox. and Corbin Burnson as sure. as Henry. Sure. Now, I don't know who the other two are, but like it's Cox and Henry at this point. Corbin Burnson. How did we forget about him? Not, He's so good. I mean, I, I feel like Red Foreman should be up there. Uh, Red Foreman, yes. Yeah, I, oh, that's you're a welcome. Good, that's a good call, yeah. Uh, Red Foreman, I think. Um, if you have not watched through all of that 90s show, it's a show. It's not terrible. <laughs> it's, it's not terrible. It's just not that 70s show. Sure. Um, but the saving grace of that show, of course, is, um, is Deborah Jo Rupp and... and God damn it. Red, whose actor's name I can't think of right now. I know. I'm. Yeah. Mm. I know. It's right it's there. It's on the tip it? of my tongue. Uh huh. Okay. Can we. Yeah, yeah, time, yeah. Time yeah. yeah, we can, we can mark this up. Okay. So that so, one actor. Yeah, that one actor. Um, yeah, psych. I, if you've not watched it in a couple of years, I recommend you go back and do that. And Somebody's yelling at their. Kurt Winsmith! Yes! Ah! I was like, somebody's like screaming at us right now. It was me. <laughs> no, I actively listen no, to this podcast. <laughs> they are screaming. Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, like, if you haven't watched Psych in a while, go back and watch a couple episodes. D- doesn't matter where. It, um, it still holds up pretty damn well. It does. There's a couple. There times. are a couple of times that most definitely does not. Who? Do you remember? Um, we gotta wrap this. All right, up. we gotta right. go. We're, we're at an hour and thirty-three minutes. Okay, sorry. Like, yep. So yeah, uh, psych. I thought it was very good. I uh, I played the Diablo Four beta. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. I like the open world of it. I really like the druid because he looks exactly like me, uh, and I really fucking appreciate that. I like that I can play co-op with Sabra either on the same TV or it's cross console. Oh. Uh, so I, I, that was cute. <laughs> I enjoy the fucking shit Doctor? out of that. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it, but I still got to wait uh, a few months, but I'm also now playing Resident Evil four, the remake. Oh yeah. Okay. And it slaps. <laughs> My only complaint is that they changed the voice actor for the merchant. Oh, oh I've heard. And like the, the phrase, what are you boy? has lived in my head rent free for like decades now. Yeah. And so when it was, I'm like, there he is. And then he, he talked. And I'm like, that's not you. You imposter. <laughs> I was very disappointed because like literally like a catchphrase between my friends and I is, what are you boying? What are you selling? What a vagina? That's what we'd say to each other. <laughs> oh, it's weird. That's a recurring character on another video game podcast. Like they do the Resident Evil Four merchant mm-hmm. voice. I think it's, that's uh, so. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Diablo Four, Resident Evil Four. I, I had a fucking blasty the last uh, the last weekend with those bad boys. Nice. So I'm, nice. I'm, I think I'm about halfway through RE Four now. So I'll probably have that. I'll hopefully have that beaten before we go to to Disney. Beaten, beat, beat it. Uh, I got nothing really. I didn't do anything nerdy or watch anything nerdy or nerd. I know. I didn't nerd out. Sorry. I didn't. I didn't nerd out as much as I normally do. So that's not true. You got a bow that fires magic light arrows. That's what I do. Straight out D and D in our D and D game. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the? 
This fuck is this technology? I, I want some. I did get. I did get. I did get an Omega bow. I'm gonna call the Omega bow. Sure, sure. Omega. Omega. You think they're setting up fucking the whole cloning thing from yeah? From Papa Both Anthony? Mandalorian and and yeah. Bad Batch are are basically tag teaming uh, the Emperor's cloning process right. for the right. the sequel trilogy, which okay. makes it super canon. Fucking toxic ass dorks who don't listen to our podcast because I'm sure we're too liberal. <laughs> probably true. Anywho, yeah, probably. anywho, anything else before we? That's all I got, baby. All right, this has been Best Recent Ever, episode 160, 160, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games and Jaybird Wines. I'm Nick. I'm Rob. I'm Kevin. And we will see you next time. Hell yeah. Yeah. The views held here by the nerds of Best Threesome Ever do not directly reflect the views of nerds everywhere. Ha, ha, ha.